anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And I am really excited to be here this week. It has been, actually, it's been kind of a long week and a kind of weird energy. I don't know if you've been feeling it, but I realized yesterday um, why it felt a little weird. And that was because we had a new moon. And um, a new moon is a wonderful time to get started with new projects, and, and especially in this time of year, it's a really, really, really powerful new moon. But also when we go down to absolutely no moonlight, um, it, the energy can feel a little saggy, like it's a little, you know, a little, little pulled back. So um, actually the new moon was yesterday, I believe, and so today we're still in the what we call the halo of the new moon. So it's a great time, like I said, pull out those manifesting projects and um, and just, you know, put your nose to the grindstone. I know that it's uh, an interesting time of year, um, very high activity. I'm sure if you have kids and everything, everybody's in full swing. And then, of course, we have all the little, uh, you know, just all the little uh, <laughs> snowstorms and things that we're going through here on the East Coast. But um, anyway, so if you're feeling a little off, that that might be the reason why. And it'll definitely get, as we get um, further and further into this new, this moon cycle, you're going to get more and more and more energy. So that's always a good thing. So tonight we are going to be talking about getting out of your own way. And uh, I know that for me, I always... You know, it's, it's interesting because we always teach what we need to learn, right? So <laughs> I'm always talking about things that I'm, I'm going through on my own or that I've been through or that I can see my clients going through. And one of the things that, I, especially this time of year, we have really high expectations of ourselves. It's the new year. We we expect to be, you know, doing all this stuff, finishing old projects, starting new projects, getting down to that list of uh, New Year's resolutions if we've even dared to declare some. And then we sort of have these you know, huge desires, we have all these best intentions, and then we kind of just stop in our tracks, right? So we're going to talk tonight a lot about how to get out of that rut, how to get out of your own way. And um, if you want to call in and ask a question, or if you'd like to get my intuitive take on something that you might be going through, feel free to call in at 347 215 That's 347 347- Two one five nine four eight five, and uh, I'll be taking your calls um, after our first break. So be sure to call in and and keep me company tonight. I'm looking forward to, to chatting with all of you. So, okay. So actually, before I get into getting out of your own way, I just wanted to give you some updates. We have a uh, a couple of great shows. Coming up, which I mentioned last week, we have Shakti Gawain in March, and Sandy Taylor actually called me yesterday, and we were on the phone for about an hour, and we were chatting uh, quite a bit about all the stuff we're going to do together this year. So she um, actually and her sister Sharon Klinger are going to be in our next Tele Summit, which I'm really excited about. Sharon, her sister is a is a medium, so we're going to have her on in the Tele Summit as well as uh, Sandy's going to be starting the Tele Summit off for us on April 22nd. But she's also going to be on the show on February 14th. That's Valentine's Day, and we are going to be talking all about relationships. I was sharing with her how several of you have been calling in and um, you're not asking about life purpose as much and businesses and all that kind of stuff, asking a little bit more about the soulmate, the relationships, letting go, getting over the past and all that kind of good stuff. So she's going to be talking all about that on the 14th. And we have a special uh, additional show on that same week on February 
14, 15, February 16th, I had to count the days. Um, we have Dane coming in, and he is going to be talking about body whispering, all about, and it's an interesting term, body whispering. It's all about how to speak to your body and actually how to get messages from your body of what it actually desires and what it requires. And it's really interesting because I've been kind of employing this whole process that he's He's been teaching, and it's really, really powerful. And, you know, when you pick a diet, especially, again, at this time of year, um, you know, have you ever thought of asking your body what it would like to do, what it needs? You know, when you're looking at your supplements, did you know you don't really have to take vitamins every single day, that your body sometimes doesn't want them? And when I started to um, ask my body what it required and desired um, and, and sort of gave my body the opportunity to voice its needs, it's amazing how, you know, I might... It might ask for vitamins three times a week instead of seven days a week. It might ask for a different type of movement or exercise than I than I was doing, or a lot, and usually a lot shorter than what I expected. So, it's really, really been a powerful process. So I asked him to come on and to do a master class. That's what we're calling it, a master class um, on on the 16th, and he's going to be teaching you all about that and talking a lot about the differences that light workers have going on with their bodies. We're a lot more sensitive. We have um, all those energetic considerations. We're very, very sensitive, like we, we've been talking about, to the moon cycles and to the earth changes. And um, and so he'll be talking a lot about that. So I'm really excited for that show, and I think it's going to be a, a great tool. I've, I've found that it, you know, life flows a lot easier if you give your body a voice and actually let it speak. And it does so much to protect us, and it's our psychic antenna, and it has it has its own system of communication. So that's really exciting. Um, also, I am doing some angel readings. I will be doing them for the rest of this month. Maybe, I think we are booking into February a little bit. So if you'd like to get an angel reading, this is going to be probably one of the few times this year that I will be doing them. Um, I'm going to start traveling quite a bit in March and April and May. So um, I am not going to have a whole lot of time to do private sessions later in the year. So if you'd like to get on our schedule, please go to the blog, which is ahamomentsinc.com. So it's www.ahamomentswithanSinc.com. And if you go to the Work with Mari tab, um, and go under readings, you will see the uh, the page for angel readings if you'd like to sign up. That's a, a 2012 angel outlook readings. And I'm enjoying doing them. I actually just did one with someone from Mexico the other day, and we did someone from Norway and London. And so we have people calling in from all over the world, and it's very, very exciting to, to speak with all of you from around the world. It's really fun. And also, of course, there's Akashic Record readings as well. And I highly suggest and recommend that if you have not gotten an Akashic reading, that you do so because if you are going through life through issues through whether it's you know personal issues or if you're trying to figure out you know origins of relationships and why this particular relationship isn't working or what this person actually means in your life or some of the um the, the various purposes and, and aspects of life that you're trying to get clarity on. An Akashic reading is super, super, super helpful. And it is just giving you access to you, the record of your own soul. It's giving you access to the record of you. So why go operating in the dark, right? <laughs> I've, I'm amazed at how, um, how the progress of people who are getting those as well. So it's on, under the same tab on the AHA Moment Sync site, and you can take a look at that. And I'm just saying this now. You know, I don't always announce this kind of stuff, but we are booking into February, and I am going to have to start to pull back on the schedule. So if you'd like to get one, I highly suggest you sign up now and let Rebecca know so we can we can get you in the books. Okay, um, one more thing. I wanted to uh, let you know that I'm going to start something new. I know we have... Um, a big community on Facebook. We have another community on Twitter. And actually, right here on Blog Talk Radio, we have a group of followers that are starting to uh, to, to come forward. And, and I appreciate you following the show. I really do, and, and signing up to do that. Also, all of our um, our folks in, on, the, on the Facebook pages, I, I'm seeing a lot more uh, people coming on board on both our, our fan page and also on my personal page. Um, if you'd like to join uh, any of our AHA communities, the the community on Facebook is, uh, let's see, facebook.com slash AHA Moments, Inc. 
or you can come to me personally, Mariana M. Cooper on Facebook, and I'd love to have you join us. And then also here on Blog Talk, it's right on your screen. You can just apply. You can just sign up right there. And then Twitter, it's AHA Moments, at AHA Moments. Why am I bringing this up? Well, I'm going to start doing a few little giveaways to folks who have committed to being in our AHA Moments community. I'm going to be doing a few different products this year. We'll be doing... Um, some events and some some live events and and of course we have two telesummits this year and so we'd love to build those communities and get everybody talking to each other and just um, you know giving each everybody an opportunity to to meet people of like mind and I'd love to recognize you guys as well and I'll be inviting some of you on the show and all kinds of great things that we have planned and I'm also going to be doing some free readings for people who we choose from those lists so I would love to have you join and be eligible to potentially get picked for a free reading. So, again, it's uh, facebook.com slash aha moments, Inc., and you can go on the website and find all the rest of the links to those. So, Okay, so that's housekeeping, I believe. Oh, one more thing. Tonight's topic, getting out of your own way, I did an article. That's on the blog as well at ahamomentsinc.com. So if you'd like to read about it um, and get all the, the juicy details, then you're welcome to do that. I'm, I'm that was actually a good article. I'm going to be trying to get more of these out. Just lots of work going on, you guys. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so that's it for housekeeping. Let's talk a little bit about getting out of your own way because this is a big topic. A lot of people um, are are uh, going through this. And I want you to, first of all, recognize there's a couple of reasons why we kind of get in, in the way of ourselves, especially when we have super important, you know, uh, I don't know, aspirations and, and projects. Um, the first is usually, well, first things at first, I want to talk about one one perspective here. If you are trying to do something that you absolutely um, love and that you're passionate about, there's two things that we don't expect to accompany that. And one is feeling extremely uncomfortable. Because when you are going into change and significant change in your life, you, it, is, it can feel very different than what you're used to. And that different feeling, a lot of times we address as fear or anxiety. Um, we, also, we also might back off because we're feeling like, okay, well, this might not be right because it feels uncomfortable. But that's what you want to feel. If it feels the same as it always has, then the change isn't happening. So uh, there's a certain amount of discomfort that comes along with stepping into growth, into personal growth, into shifting and changing your you know, your perspective and your, and your direction in life. So just just know that, you know, there is going to be some limitations. I know for myself, I started an exercise program and, you know, the diets and all this stuff. And, you know, every time I go into one of these things, I just say, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, I have to, like, gear myself up, embrace myself because, yeah, you won't be able to keep doing what you've been doing and get the changes you desire, yeah, if you're going to get those new things, you have to be willing to shift. And if you're going to shift, it's not going to feel the same. So that sense of discomfort is actually a positive thing. So don't misidentify that as you're doing it wrong or maybe this isn't the right plan for you. Um, you know, if if you go into a high extreme, like if the diet is too severe or the exercise program is too much or, you know, any of the other projects you're working on just seem like they're hitting a wall, then yes, you want to reevaluate it. But if it's the basic feeling of, gosh, this is just not what I'm used to, it's not comfortable, and, you know, kind of that, that kind of ah, 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 kind of whiny feeling, uh, just flow with it because it will, the more days, the more minutes that you put into being in that new space, the more comfortable it will become. I know I just changed from um, HP computer to Mac, and, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I went from a regular Droid phone to an iPhone, an HP computer to a Mac, and it's just been like this huge learning curve, and we changed our whole back end of our business and this technology, and Rebecca's going crazy trying to, to get me up to speed. And it's not because I'm not technical, even though she thinks I'm not technical. I am. I don't tell her. Don't you guys tell her either that I'm more technical than she knows. I just don't want her to give me more uh, to have to learn. So I say, oh, I don't know how. I don't know how. But, um, but truly, one of the things is, it's it's the discomfort of of just 
learning all this new stuff. But what I had to do is I literally had to shut the old computer off. And I had to say, okay, with the exception of this show, because <laughs> I have to make sure the technology holds up cause, until I figured it all out on the Mac, everything else has to be done on that Mac. And each day, it becomes more and more and more comfortable. And in fact, when I opened up my HP computer to do the show today, I looked at the screen, I'm like, oh my goodness, wow, this feels really strange. It feels so different. It feels small. It feels you know, dark. It doesn't feel as bright and airy as my other machine because I had ste- I've created a new comfort zone. Okay, so that's what I invite you to do is to consider that give yourself long enough time in that space of discomfort for it to start to feel more comfortable. And they say, you know, it takes 21 days to build a, a new habit. You know, quite frankly, in this energy, in the 2012 energy, it's not going to take you 21 days if it's something that you're in alignment with. It'll take you, take you a lot shorter period of time to get in alignment, especially if you're not constantly telling yourself that something's wrong because it feels uncomfortable. Or what I have some folks I know who do this is they they, they look at the thing and they that they would like to change and they look at the options they have and then they analyze and analyze and analyze and troubleshoot and they're skeptical and they judge and judge and judge and judge and judge and they make no change at all. So they kind of just constantly talk themselves back into staying exactly where they are but then want this change to happen. Well, guess what? It doesn't work like that. If you're constantly talking yourself out of everything and you're not willing to just throw a stake in the ground and give something a try, you can guarantee that you're not going to get the changes that you seek. So, that's one of the first um, the first aspects of getting out of your own way is to be recognize that change is uncomfortable. And for lack of a better way of saying it, kind of get over it. I hate to say it like that. Maybe I shouldn't have. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you were offended, I apologize. I have to tell myself all the time, Mari, get over it. Get over it. <laughs> you know, and I'm like constantly talking to myself. I look a little crazy, I'm sure, um, to folks around me when I'm talking to myself like that. The other aspect of of um getting out of your own way okay of change is feeling vulnerable so in addition to feeling a little uncomfortable because you're shifting into a new routine and asking yourself to you know to to go on some sort of new learning curve if you are passionate about what it is you're going towards whether it's a new relationship or um, a, a, some sort of endeavor, some sort of new project. Maybe it's a new job or a new business or you know a new way of doing things. You will feel vulnerable. The, the more significant the change, the higher the stakes of vulnerability. And that is part of that thing that we, we misidentify and we lump in as uncomfortable. Okay, That is the piece. When you start to feel vulnerable, you start to feel anxious, um, that's a sign that you are passionate. And let me tell you, if you are not feeling that, then you're probably not going for something big enough. If you're just going for these little tiny incremental things, and that's not such a bad thing sometimes, you know, take small baby steps and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying you have to jump off a cliff or into a volcano or anything like that. However, if you are constantly playing it safe and you're feeling a sense of being pulled forward, like there's something bigger, like you should be going for something more, it's because you should be going for something more. And if you stop yourself because you feel vulnerable, because you feel, well, what if I fail? Well, what if I, what if I don't make it? What if it doesn't work? Um, that vulnerability is letting you know that you're on the right track, that it is meaningful. That's what makes it a passion. That's what makes it exciting. You know, a romantic relationship that doesn't have stakes in it, where you can't possibly get hurt, where it's all safe and perfect, that's not romance. That's a friendship. You know, you know, half of the fun of the romance is the stakes. It's like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Well, if this person doesn't like me back, oh, it'll really mean something to me, right? We we breathe deeper where everything is charged. There's this, this, especially in the beginning, this emotional charge in this, you know, well, did I do that right or did I say this right or, you know, all that. That's because the stakes are that feeling of vulnerability is just letting you know that you care, that the other person cares, that there's a charge here. And that's what builds that, that passion and that that romance that people are looking for. When it's flat, it's like, well, you know, I guess, you know, that's when you give someone the friend card. It's like, well, you know, I didn't feel any sparks. Well, the sparks are that feeling of vulnerability, amongst other things. So those are two aspects. We're going to talk about three key um, reasons why 
we uh, uh, get in our own way and how to get out of those. And we're also going to take some calls when we get back from our break. So if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me and I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beingyouclass.com.
Hello, we are back, and today we are talking about getting out of your own way. And again, if you'd like to call in and ask a question, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So let's continue on a little bit with some of the reasons why we get in our own way, and then I'm going to take some of these calls and... um, and we'll see who else is coming in. I see some of you are on the line, so please hold. Don't don't hang up. We'll be right with you. I just want to get through a little bit of this content because I know once I start talking to you guys, I get caught up and then I never finish. <laughs> so I want to just get a little bit of this out. So one of the first reasons why we we sometimes get in our own way and we sabotage ourselves is a fear of the unknown. And I... I you know I will you know put my hand up and raise my hand because I do this too. Uh, just because you're an intuitive doesn't mean that you don't sometimes get a little um, fearful of of the unknown. And again, I'll go back to my computer situation because I had these boxes sitting in my house for, <laughs> for quite a bit of time. I don't know, I guess a week or something. You'd think, okay, you finally get the new computer you've always wanted, and then you're like, well, I don't really know how to use it, and well. Uh, uh, you know, so <laughs> it, you kind of hesitate. So before I went to the Apple store and took a couple of classes on how to to, to just turn the thing on, um, <laughs> it was just, you know, I kind of looked at this thing and I was like, I didn't even want to touch it. I, it just gave me anxiety, you know. And so this happens to us a lot of times when we get a big new idea. Let's say you want to write a book, but you don't know how. You don't know how to, how, the first thing to start doing it. You don't know how to, you know, write a book proposal. You don't know where to find a literary agent. You don't even know that you need a literary agent. You just know, oh, well, you know, I have this book I want to write someday. I want to write it someday. I want to write it someday. Well, that not knowing how to do something is often misidentified as something way bigger than it really is. A lot of times you're not, you don't need therapy. You know, you're not always in your own way. You're not, you know, putting yourself in harm's way because of whatever, you know, reason. It's just that you just genuinely don't know how to do it. So the best thing you can do in that situation is to Google it. (laughs) How do I write a book proposal? How do I, you know, start my new computer? (laughs) You know, all those types of things. You have to bring someone in to gather more information. Get a book. A dummy's book is always great. I know for many, many years... Um, I would go to those idiot guides for this or dummy thing for that just to help myself get acclimated so I'd know, well, what kind of coach do I need to hire if I need to hire somebody? Or is this something I can sort of just see a few um, pointers and be on my way? And I find as soon as I get that first step or what's the first step to take and then maybe a few more steps after the first step, I'm on a roll and I realize, wow, this was actually easier than I had expected. So that is, is one thing, a fear of the unknown. So don't let yourself not do something because you don't know how to do it. That's the easiest of all of them to, to figure out. The next um, the next one is self-sabotage. Now, this is when we're further down the road. We, we kind of know we know how to do something. We're on the road. And I see this happen a lot when we're about to actually finish something. And it goes from the planning stage and the fantasizing stage and the, oh, I'll show you stage and all those other things. And it gets into the, it's about to go out into the world and it's going to be seen by other eyes other than your own and maybe somebody close to you. And you might be judged. You might be afraid of, you know, the failure. You might be afraid of success. You might be afraid of, you know, what kind of, you know, uh, pressures it's going to put on me. I had someone tell me that she wanted to write a book. But she was afraid that what if it was a bestseller and she's going to have to deal with all of the the <laughs> all of the attention and 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 people kind of knowing what she's thinking about, knowing her innermost thoughts and all that type of thing. So an exposure, exposing yourself to something bigger than what you're normally used to. Well, those are self. The, those are definitely in the in the realms of uh, sabotaging your own personal success. And that goes down to a lot of things that are you know bigger than this the show and the time that we have on the show tonight, but. One of the things that you want to really take a look at is the feeling of um, of your will, your willingness to receive, your willingness to receive. Now, see, that's interesting because I was about to say your worthiness, and the guide said, no, that's not it. It's your willingness. It's not worthiness. It's your willingness to receive. I think that's interesting. They they literally switched my words in my mouth. So, your willingness to receive the gifts that are available to you. And remember, when you put a project out to the world, 
there's a whole lot of people lined up waiting to receive it. When they receive it, they give you a gift of receiving it, right? They give you a gift of receiving it, of being happy to receive it. As you all listen to the show, you let me know, oh, Mari, I like the show, or, you know, I like the telesummit or whatever, and it really helped me do X, Y, Z, and it helped me to move forward. That's a gift to me to, to receive, to hear that, to know that this work, you know, made it out there. And it goes beyond all the other stuff that, that you know, those types of um, activities bring to us, whether it's, you know, advertising sales or, or you know, people joining our community or whatever. The gift of you receiving and your willingness to receive this work is is huge. And it's a huge motivator to move forward. So then also eliminates that need to sabotage yourself because you go beyond you. It's not really, and this is something I always had to tell myself, especially when I got stuck, um, is it's not about you, Mari. It's not about you. At the end of the day, it's about the end user, that person who's going to receive what you're flowing to them, whether it's a message from the guides or some sort of insight that you've lived through that now you can share and help them to sort of take a shortcut to something they, they'd like to you know, do with the wisdom that you're providing. That's what it's about. And then it sort of frees you up. It frees you up. So I'm going to stop there with, with the content because I want to take a couple of calls and then I'll get back to some more points as we go. And let's see now. Who do we have? Oh, if you want to call in and ask a question, 347-215-9485. Okay? 347-215-9485. Okay, so let's see. I think we have Karen in Canada. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> how can I help tonight? Mari, I have a question. I, I love what you just said about the uh, willingness to receive. I've never, ever thought of that or heard of that before because oh, I always thought it was worthiness. Yes, 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 yes. It's a it, Willingness is a huge a huge part, and a lot of times we're told, whether it's in formalized teachings, uh, the Puritan work ethic, or you know, just uh, the, the formalized religions, we we're told you're not worthy. I'm not, uh, you know, and and because of that, then we feel like if we're willing to receive something, we're being greedy, right? That we're that there's there's this uh, almost self-serving aspect of it, but that willingness to receive is a huge is a huge gift. Do you have a question? Um, yeah, so I'm curious with the Akashic Records. Like, So when you have, um, you feel like you're being called, um, do the records have something to do with your life purpose, what you're being called to do, or your, um, I guess, your, um, if you're, um, you know, if you, your hesitation towards something, or your, you know, your resistance. I guess that's the word, resistance. So yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> the records are actually a kind of an encyclopedia of your soul's journey through all of its lifetimes and infinite, infinitely. So it gives you access to the directions that you had planned to take, some of the directions that you've already taken, the various you know, opportunities and options that have kind of you've sort of planned for in, in your own personal soul's evolution. Um, a lot of people, for, after they get through the, the basic, you know, origins of re various relationships and, you know, a lot of the times we come, most people come in and they have some sort of particular issue that they feel a little bit stuck on, sometimes a lot stuck on, something that has seemed unsolvable. And when we open the records, it gives us access to, so more of the whys, this why this has been going on, and more importantly, what is it that you're supposed to be learning from it? So it sort of releases that hold and helps you to flow into the next step. Oh, that's fantastic. So in your reading, that's something like for somebody just to ask you a question, are they on the right path? Is that something that you cover in a reading? Um, yes. Absolutely, and the way uh, when you when you sign up for an Akashic reading, what we do is we send you a specific sheet, um, a, a sort of a preparation sheet, so you can learn how to write the questions properly. Because the Akashic records don't give predictions; they give more more. It's a more of a teaching tool, and so mm. if, and so people you know kind of want to come and get a psychic reading. That's not the reading. If you want to really get down to the core of things and get some really good direction and get access to what your soul's plans have been, 
Um, and again, some access to why certain relationships are recurring in your life, maybe have certain <laughs> patterns and all that kind of thing. That's the that's the world of the Akashic reading. So there's an opening prayer to open the records. There's a closing prayer to close the records. And while we're in those records, we're specifically working with, with your energy and, and all of your lifetimes all kind of in one one document there. So it's a it's a really powerful tool. That's beautiful. Thank you. I've I've often wondered what that was. Okay, well thank you. Thank Have you. a great Let's night, think. Karen. You, you too. too. Take care. Okay, I think we have a little bit more time before our next break. So, Cynthia in Maryland, are you still there? Hello. Oh. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? Hi, Mari. I'm good. Um, my question is, um, I was recently laid off from a corporate position that mm-hmm. I didn't love at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like okay. to pursue a corporate position. Um, I would like to pursue some of the things that I love. I remember when I was younger, I used to be fearless. Somewhere along the line, I lost that fearless girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how to pursue those things while still being able to be a quote-unquote responsible adult. Okay, so are you associating a responsible adult with doing something that you don't like to do but overcoming what you hate and doing it anyway? Perhaps. <laughs> okay. So that you can just sort of say, okay, I'm over it, right? Okay. I mean, so that's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and one of the things, and I spent a lot of time in corporate, both uh, as an employee and as a consultant, and one of the things that happens in corporate America, um, and forgive me for all of you who are in corporate America and disagree with me, but I will say it because I believe it. Corporate America breaks the project down into tiny, 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 tiny things and would prefer for things not to get done so everybody keeps needing to be there. Because if you finish something, then it changes everything and then nobody knows where anybody stands and then the project finishes and then some people lose their jobs as like a consultant. So I noticed that consultants would always extend things and let like nothing was solvable, nothing completed. Everything's or the budgets went away or the fiscal year changed or whatever. So you're in a constant state of being rewarded for pursuing something, right? But finishing, not so much. And so when you're going for something that you truly love, Actually letting yourself get out of the idea of pursuing is the first thing you have to do. You don't pursue anything because pursuing is always in a state of non-completion. That's a word that really gets in your way. It actually is quite crippling. But we're rewarded for it. When we're in school, I'm pursuing my degree. And everybody says, oh, and they pat you on the head. Oh, that's so nice. You're a student. Okay, you haven't accomplished anything yet, but that's okay because you're pursuing this. You're striving for that. You're battling this. It's it's a constant state of inertia. So right. so what so what you are is what you need to focus on is I am this thing that I'm passionate about. So I ballroom dance. I if I said I'm pursuing dancing, I would never dance. But if I say I am a dancer, I dance. Right? Cuz dancers who are pursuing dance don't dance. They watch about dance, they read about dance, but they don't dance. So okay. what is it that in your heart of hearts, and I know it's right on the tip of your tongue, that you feel would make you a really irresponsible adult if you allowed yourself to be it as opposed to pursuing it, what is it that you would really like to do? I would really like to sing and write songs. (laughs) Fabulous. Fabulous. I love it. Can you sing? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So that helps. So that helps. That helps. If you can't sing, then I would say don't bother. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't want to send you down the harm's way, but usually. <laughs> but if you can sing, then what are you doing to be the singer that you are? I am recording currently. Okay. Um, I am doing um, showcases. Um. The issue for me, I think, is moving it from hobby, which is where it's been because right. I was in the corporate position working 12 hours a day, right? Um, to moving it to a place where it sustains us. 
sustains me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Financially, so here, I mean. Okay, so here's two things. Okay, so two things. One, one thing, and oh, okay, I'm already to my next break, but I'm going to say this and I'll say it quick. Okay. First things first, you need a bridge opportunity. You cannot, in a creative endeavor such as singing, such as, you know, dance or any of the arts, it is really important to give your talent and your muse breathing room. So okay. to throw it into you must now financially support my entire household when you are in the building process of who you are. Okay, so you're strengthening yourself. You're not saying I am pursuing singing. I am a singer who's strengthening herself to become a professionally paid, you know, by the family, the new house house singer, right? Right. You in that process, you need to give your art breathing room. So at this point, you need a bridge opportunity for finances. Now, what I will say is this: when you choose that bridge opportunity to cover you financially. Choose it in the arena of who you are. So instead of going and getting a corporate job for Nabisco, maybe <laughs> you want to go work for as a producer for American Idol. I know that's a big step. Okay, I know that's like, oh, who gets to be a producer for American Idol? It might be that you go and, and do account. Let's say you do accounting now in your old job. Then you apply accounting instead of to Nabisco. You apply it to Sam Ash Music People or to an instrument building company or to you know a songwriting company this type of thing because or go and be a personal assistant to a producer who's producing music okay you have to get your bridge job in the arena of where your passion is then you won't be having 12 hours going in the wrong direction pulling your vibration in the opposite direction. You'll have 12 hours working with another, with a producer or working with a song company or a music company or something that's in that zone, okay? Even a public relations company or, you know, a media-oriented company that's in the zone so that when you are working, you're actually also strengthening your backbone, your connections, your, you know, various things. So, that is a major thing. But right now, you don't want to put that, I just you know, left my corporate job, now my singing has to, to sustain me in the way that you're thinking right now. You need to give that art breathing room so that you can stay spacious with it. You don't want to constrict it. The song, the singing needs to continue to, to develop from your heart and from your inner to the out. If you go after the finances, it's going to be going from the outside to the in, and that's what shuts it down. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. You just I said that makes complete and total sense. Okay, cool. Good. So I'm going to have to go because it's my next break, but I want to say thank you for calling in and just keep being courageous and be who you are. Okay, you're not pursuing singing. You're a singer. Thank you. Does that feel better? That feels a lot better. Thanks. Okay. So just be who you are. Step into it. And when you believe it, guess what? Everybody else is going to believe it, too. Right. Okay? Yes. All right, my dear. (laughs) Thank you. Keep in touch with me and let me know how it goes, okay? Okay, so we are already to our next break, and when we come back, I'll take some more of your calls. If you want to call in at 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. 
No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me and I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beingyouclass.com. back from our second break and today we're talking about getting out of your own way and I wanted to give you one more point that uh, I had planned on talking about tonight and that is the the difference between probability and possibility. Probability versus possibility. One of the ways that we get ourselves into our, you know, in our own way or yeah, is that what I'm supposed to be saying? Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm getting tongue-tied. One of the ways that uh, we can get in the way of ourselves, there we go, that's better, is is that we think in probability. What's the probability that this will work? And then what that throws us into is a very finite set of options. Why is that? Because probability is based on what's happened in the past. And we've been trained that the past, will produce the same in the future, which is not true, um, especially if we choose for it not to. And we get stuck because we can only go as far as what somebody's done in the past. 
we can only go as far as what we've done before. We can only go as far as our imagination. Our imagination is actually quite limited because our imagination can only go as far as what we've mentally experienced or we've seen other people experience. And so probability creates a sense of conclusion that if I conclude that I have enough evidence that somebody else has done it, then maybe I can do it too. If I don't have enough evidence, then why should I bother? And that will stop us in our tracks. The opposite or the other alternative is possibility. And this is where we go in a different direction. We say, okay, based on infinite options. So that means we allow our angels, our guides, our higher self, our infinite self, God, spirit, the universe, source energy, and all of those other things that are referring to the same thing. We allow ourselves to go out into the consciousness of infinity. We allow ourselves to go beyond what we personally have experienced or what we've seen others experience. We allow ourselves to receive from that greater energy. And when you go into possibility, you're usually working with the present. You're working with the present moment. You're working with what is available to me at this time. Guides, God, universe, you can see what I can't see with my physical self. My physical self is just one tiny aspect of who I truly am. When I go into possibility and I say, well, what's possible here? I give permission to those greater powers to bring me infinite options. They bring me options that are absolutely customized to me, my situation, my skill level, my uh, current experiences, my past experiences, the people around me, my geographic location, uh, the time of year, the time of day, the political times, the economic times, it will customize the perfect opportunity for you. If you go into possibility, it brings choice, not conclusion. It brings choice. It'll bring you options. It'll say, okay, well, you want to do this? Well, here's this option. Here's this option. What feels good? You know, and it will also help you to feel a sense of connection to whatever the option is that's best for you. So if you're looking for that job, instead of saying, well, it's not probable that I'll get a job because nobody else is getting a job because the statistics say that nobody has a job and, well, you know, because of Obama or because of whoever, we don't. there are no jobs. You don't need everyone to have a job. You just need the job for you. And when you stay in a state of possibility, something can custom be custom made, just custom blended just for you. So we're talking about staying present, asking what's possible, being willing to choose, to stay in a position of choice as opposed to conclusion. Okay? Will this make you feel a little vulnerable? Well, yeah. Is there, um, does skepticism come uh, into play here? Well, Healthy skepticism, proactive skepticism versus defensive skepticism. I know some people who are so busy to judge it's not a new idea that they can't even hear what the idea is. They're so busy and ready to be skeptical about it and to, to, to tear it apart and find out why it's not going to work. What's the probability of it working? And somebody else done it before. And if somebody else has done it before, well, how were their results? Well, it didn't work for them. Why would it work for me? If someone else hasn't done it before, well, it hasn't been done before. Why would it work for me? Hello? How do you get out of your own way? when you're living in such a vice of limitation. It, that makes me absolutely crazy. Like you can ask all my friends, it makes me insane. So because why does it make me insane? You can ask my clients, my friends, people who work for me. It makes me insane because I can see that greater possibility. I can feel it because of the nature of what I do. And when I feel someone just shutting their light down, shutting themselves down, and I can feel the energy of what is truly available to them just because of the nature of my profession, it's very, very, it's actually painful for me. It's painful to listen to. Sometimes it's physically painful because I feel that sense of that, that vice grip. So choosing possibility over probability is something you may want to try. I'm inviting you to consider it. I'm not saying you have to adopt it for you, but I am inviting you to consider it. When we were talking about comfort zones, if you are in a state of analysis paralysis, and I know a lot of people like to be in that space and they take like, great pride in being decisive and being able to tear an idea apart and being able to see all the reasons why it won't work and being able to predict that it's not going to work, it's it's really keeping you in a very, very limited vat 
Um, and it's also shutting down the conversation with your guides, your angels, and all those higher powers because you're basically saying, I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what you have to contribute. I know, based on my own finite way of thinking, what's right for me and what's not right for me. And then when it doesn't work, we panic, and at the last minute we say, oh, I surrender. I let go. Okay. And then all of a sudden miracles start to happen because we ended up having to go into possibility anyway. So you might want to try that first. So anyway, that's my my point of view on that. And I'm going to take Sonia in Baltimore. We have about four minutes left, Sonia, to the show. Are you still there? And thanks for waiting. No problem. My pleasure. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> You're welcome. How can okay. I help you? Um, question for you um, is how can we better understand when we are being in our own way, you know, versus being afraid or, you know, and or I mean, oh, let me try this again. <laughs> How can I understand when we're in our own way, whether it's through fear or self-sabotage, versus those feelings being an intuitive red flag that we're on the wrong path? Really good question. Really good question. So um, there's there's a few things that come to mind. One is when you're getting an intuitive hit. An intuitive hit comes in three stages. The first stage is one is through your energetic senses. So your clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance. That's your energetic hearing, your energetic sight, your energetic feeling, like the butterflies in your stomach, that gut feeling or that sense of knowing that, that, that I knew in every cell of my body. The energetic seeing, your clairvoyance might be a dream or that, that space between um, sleeping and awakening where you kind of get that little vision. It might be a quick daydream or a flash. And, of course, your clear audience is like hearing a word or or actually even hearing, um, you know, someone talking about the, the topic that you're thinking of. Your intuitive, your intuition will always go to the four clairs first. Then it will back it up with a physical feeling, whether it's goosebumps or a hot flash or a cold, you know, in a sense of lightness or a sense of heaviness. You'll feel it physically in your body. That's the second part of intuition. And then it backs it up with the third part, which is you'll get a sign, a symbol, or a synchronicity out in your environment. That three things, those three feelings, will create um, a knowing that it's an intuitive hit. Okay, so if you get, I always say if you see it three times, then it's a sign. So you get a, some sort of support. You had an idea about something, you had a vision about it, and then all of a sudden it's on Oprah and you see it, or that type of thing. Okay, <laughs> so that's intuition. That's your intuition. When you are wrangle-dangling yourself and holding yourself back, it's much more in your mental mind. It's just it's a it's a thought process as opposed to in, enveloping all of those pieces of not only your your energetic senses but your physical senses and your environment. Okay, so that high anxiety, that uh, usually um, a false voice or you know a something where you're sabotaging yourself or in your own way is is very um, loud. It's changes direction a lot it um you feel prickly you'll feel like okay well yes oh he must you know i think it's going to work oh no i don't think it's going to work oh well it didn't work for that other that kind of thing that's that's false guidance the intuitive hit there's it's usually a a smaller voice a stiller voice it stays the same it'll say write the book write the book Write the right. Book. It won't say if you write the book, you might fail. And so and so wrote a book and it didn't work. And then this is that's the mental voice. <laughs> okay. 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 Does that and then right, we have another show that you said where you just turn down the volume on that's that one right. and turn up the volume on the other. Okay. Yes, <laughs> but also ask your angels for backup. Say, you know what? I I would you know what? And this is what Dane would say is what um, energy, space, and consciousness can I be to get more clarity? Right. What right. energy? Base and consciousness can I be to get more clarity on this situation? Because that way it gives you a space to receive, and it'll and, and it'll become very apparent when you're, um, you know, when you're you're there and when you're not. But just know that your intuition will always support itself, and okay. it will repeat itself, and it's a stiller, quieter voice. And at the end of the day, you always know that you know, right? Yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> okay, my dear. Hope that helped. Terrific. Absolutely did. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. 
All right, everybody. Well, I hope that this has been helpful, and I hope that over the next few days you'll take a real genuine inventory of what's important to you and see if you are in your own way, and hopefully these are some tools that uh, that were supportive to you. I um, Like I said, there is a full article on the blog if you want to take a look at that, and I'll probably be teaching a class on this soon too or coming out with a product. I was thinking about this topic because it comes up so much, so just stay tuned for that. But for tonight, we are at the end of yet another show. I can't believe it. That went really, really fast. So thank you for tuning in. I so appreciate it. We'll be back again next week. And you know what I always like to say at the end of the show, which is you can truly have exactly what you want, and you absolutely deserve it too. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.